0: Yet another day to promote disability has passed me by, yesterday was the United Nations International Day of Persons with Disabilities apparently. I have never heard of it and apparently it has been observed since 1992. Perhaps they need a catchier, more memorable name? How are these days set and promoted, they need to have a higher profile. Their stated aim is to promote an understanding of disability issues and mobilize support for the dignity, rights and well-being of persons with disabilities. Their international day, with its grand ambitions, is as far as I am concerned, as invisible in the world as people with disabilities, which is rather ironic. Joshua is not invisible these days, if he is awake, he makes his presence felt. He is loud at the moment. When we were in a cafe yesterday for lunch, he insisted on shouting out pardon you. And bless you. To the other customers, while waiting for his scampi and chips, only while he was eating was he quiet. Then he picked it up again when he had finished. Nobody in that cafe would have found him to be invisible, and as we have been going there for years, the staff all make a big fuss of him too, which he loves. As his parents, we take care of his rights and his well being, we feed and clothe him, we protect and entertain him, and we ensure that he receives all of the disability benefits that he is entitled to. But his dignity is more difficult to assess. Do we protect his dignity? As we should, and what does that actually mean? I looked it up as I was unsure and the internet gave me four general etiquette tips for respecting a person with a disability. Firstly, to treat everyone as you would like to be treated. So I am comfortable that I treat Joshua as I would expect to be treated. I try to greet the other learners at daycare when I drop Joshua off or collect him, endeavoring never to ignore anyone. I always try to catch the eye and smile at everyone I meet when I am out and about. To be ignored must feel humiliating. Secondly, to always ask before giving assistance, rather than assuming the person with a disability wants or needs my help. I would definitely be guilty of overhelping with Joshua here. There will be things that I assist with, that he would probably be capable of managing himself, and I rarely ask before waiting in. Thirdly, avoid showing pity or being patronizing. I am pretty sure that I do not do this to anyone I encounter with a disability, I would hate to think so anyway. Finally the internet tells us to think before speaking, which is good advice in all walks of life. We should all be more aware of the likely impact of the words we use, whether we are addressing someone with a disability or not. Joshua wears incontinence pads and so he often needs changing when out and about. Treating him with dignity is giving him private, clean and accessible places to change and that, although it is getting better, has always been a problem. It is easier now that Joshua is older and I can change him standing up, but when he was younger and used to lie down to be changed, there was no surface clean or dry enough, once he was too big for baby changing. That used to be very undignified and unhygienic too. Access to buildings has improved in Joshua's lifetime too, but you ought to be able to access any building without having to ask for assistance. To ask for help, highlights your difficulties and can make you feel helpless and hopeless whereas a simple ramp can be accessed without bothering anyone to open special locked entrances or asking them to operate a lift. Disabled people should be able to come and go as freely as the rest of us able-bodied people. That would be to treat them with dignity. Joshua will never achieve full independent living, but he should still be treated with dignity in the way that he does live his life, the same as every other person with a disability.